How are you going? Hey, I'm really good, Brian. How are you? I am really good as well. Thanks for asking. Uh, so on this this first episode here of Milkin' It, I think uh, what people need to know is they need to know our backgrounds with milk, our experience experiences with milk we've had in our lives, and if we have any mm-hmm. favorite milks, pre-existing favorites, as we he- head into mm. this journey. Um, and are we being... We're specifically talking about flavoured milk drinks, right? We don't want any of that plain old white cow business. We're on a quest to comprehensively review all the different flavours of milk. We need something with a little bit more razzle-dazzle to it. Well, I think, uh, yeah, if you have... An existing favorite milk should be a flavored milk. But if you want to talk about plain old, regular white cow's milk. uh, Yeah, the bog standard. I guess a love of flavored milk uh, would naturally grow out of uh, an appreciation for for the white stuff. Yeah. For that that cow's milk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's how it's gone for me, I would say. Uh, Man, this is real weird. This yeah. is a weird... <laughs> I didn't realize that this podcast was going to be just us appreciating milk. Well, but then what am I What am I talking about? Welcome to Milk in It. Yeah. What did... <laughs> <That's> the... <laughs> I guess this is what I signed on for. That's the whole concept. Um... So, uh, speaking as a, a representative of uh, the, the great nation of... Well, the... the the average nation of Australia. My history with flavoured milk is is rich and deep. Um, there have always been a, a pretty a massive variety of, of all kinds of different flavoured milks here in our school uh, thingos where you eat your lunch, uh, cafeterias and lunch bars. Uh, my whole family would enjoy uh, a classy glass of flavoured milk from time to time for as long as I could remember. Wow. Um, yeah, a family affair. I'd say, huh? yeah, I remember very clearly my my granddad enjoying a Nippy's uh, uh, honeycomb flavored milk from a little square box. Wow. And me thinking, oh, what a fancy little treat, and then ultimately being kind of disappointed by it. <laughs> but it's been a while. Maybe uh, maybe on this milk review podcast, I'll I'll have come around to Nippy's honeycomb flavored milk. Yeah, well, let's hope. Um, cause it, yeah, let's hope. It sounds delicious when you hear about it. Um, yeah, and being from the the uh, the relatively milk barren country of the United States of America, uh, my my history with milk is less flavored milk and more your classic white mm. cow milk, not straight yeah. out of the udder, but straight out of the udder and into the pasteurizer and all that and then mm. into my home um and uh pretty much it's, it's nice you have one of those home pasteurizers yeah. <laughs> so you got the just feeds right into yeah. the into the kitchen i assume yeah it's just the whole a like, wonderful place america i can mm, only imagine everyone's got a pasteurizer in the kitchen you just plug the cow in yep. the milk goes straight <laughs> in and then you sit 
underneath and just the milk yeah. falls down into your cups and you drink. Um, yeah, the cow's on an IV drip and total parental nutrients. Mm-hmm. Lipids into its bloodstream to keep the milk fat. Yep, exactly. Um, so we had uh, we would have you know chocolate milk, of course, in the home, but I don't remember very much uh, other flavored milks. Um, and then you know like a strawberry milk every now and then, but that was more of uh, it was like uh, one of those insure kind of like um, like breakfast breakfast packet things that you would add to milk to flavor it and there was like strawberry vanilla and chocolate um yeah i know yeah so it wasn't quite we we have them here but that's a very different proposition that's more of like an ovaltine or a a milo if i may yeah but uh i think we'll i think we'll bring those into the podcast at some point um but i was a huge i was a huge fan of your classic two percent just straight up cow's milk so i drank a ton of that and my family i have four four there's four kids i'm one of four and i have my two parents so six of us and in my family when we went grocery shopping we would buy one gallon of two percent milk for me and then one gallon of one percent milk for the other five people in my family um wow that That's was impressive. about. You were the milk boy, as it were. Yeah, I was consuming milk at the rate of five people. <laughs> uh, You're like a calf. Yeah, I I love it. Couldn't get enough. Um, but then I did. Uh, you know, I stopped drinking milk eventually. I've shifted over. Like a calf. Yeah, I've moved on to grass. <laughs> no, I, just, <laughs> I just chew grass all day. So yeah, yeah. that's my milk background, and then um. One of the things that kind of got me into flavored milks was my uh, my journey to Korea when I went there to teach English mm. many years ago, and I discovered banana milk, which is amazing. So going into mm. this uh, the milk in it experience, my pre existing favorite flavored milk is the Bing Bingure banana milk from Korea. Mm. So I'm looking to see if anything can top that or if it truly is my favorite. Yeah, if there's a an American contender who can vie for your the 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 podium spot of favorite milk, favorite flavored milk, your favorite flav as it were, mm-hmm. or your favorite milk. Or my favorite. Uh, I got some questions. Oh yeah. Some questions have occurred to me during that that uh that that uh, that history that you just shared. Yeah, question are there away. other flavored? Are there other flavors of milk in Korea, or is it specifically in Korea they drink banana milk? Oh, there are other flavors. They do strawberry, um, mm-hmm. and they the same company does a melon one, which I've actually never Ooh. had, but is in my refrigerator waiting for its turn oh, on this exciting. show. Yeah, um, I'm sure there are others, cool. but yeah. I was I once I found the banana one it was so good I just never and I never went further yeah. afield looking for anything else. Once you go banana, yeah. You never go you never go. no farther. <laughs> that's close. That's pretty good. Yeah, that'll do it. Um 
What? I got another question. The flavored milk landscape in America, has it changed much in your experience? Has it evolved? Has the industry grown or shrunk? Um, I think it's probably gotten uh, a little bigger. I The diversity still is lacking. Um, mm. But there are things I've seen, like there's a Snickers chocolate milk and a Twix chocolate milk. Mm. Um, so I think there's more brands getting in on the game, but it's sort of like they're trying to do the classics. So you've got your, your chocolate and your strawberry. Um, and then, but that's about it. There's not, yeah. there's not a lot of variety. Um, I was actually surprised to find this Nesquik, uh, strawberry banana one that I found. Because there's very That's few impressive. American banana milks, which is a bit weird to me. And I gotta say, I don't think there there is an Australian counterpart to the uh, strawberry banana, which is impressive. Because in contrast with the American milk landscape, I'd say the Australian milk landscape has been evolving and uh, uh, and, and growing like a beautiful flower for as long as I can remember. There have been uh, like little brands popping up and growing bigger. Uh, and and the flavors diversifying before your very eyes, in those petrol station fridges, it's a it's a real thing of beauty. And so now we have all kinds of different novelty flavors, um, as well as the sort of bog standard. The the big thing here is iced coffees. Like for some reason, uh, it's always been a massive popular thing to have a little paper carton of iced coffee that you buy here in Australia. And so. Uh, whereas maybe 20 years ago, there was two brands putting out one flavor each. Uh, that's steadily growing uh, to encapsulate double-strength iced coffees and then, like, percolated-flavored iced coffees and then, you know, a mocha flavor and then a French vanilla flavor and then a cappuccino flavor, Harvey Fresh Cappuccino milk, all these kinds of things. Um, yeah, it really has been uh, a fire that has grown completely out of control and which, honestly... I, Daniel Kay, assumed was consuming the entire world, that this was just a thing that everybody, uh, you know, in America, in the UK, all around the world was having in their petrol station fridges as well. It wasn't until I, I heard you on your podcast, Brian, hello, um, here's what I was thinking about while you were talking, uh, discussing this incredible banana milk that you uh, had fallen in love with and sharing it with your two co-hosts that I realized, oh, maybe I live in some bizarre insulated biosphere of milk. And you do. Uh, it never... And I do. Australia. Yeah. An insulated biosphere of flavored milks. And even more specifically, Western Australia, apparently. Mm. Yeah, everyone else, I don't even know what they must think. It was so recent that I learnt that Western Australia is like the flavoured milk capital of Australia. Um, but, oh well, onwards and upwards. I'm embracing it. Yeah, maybe we'll have to do a, a history of milk episode where we try to figure out why Western Australia became such a milk-rich ecosystem. I'll go find the CEO of the milk lobby and like pick at his door yeah. <laughs> for a few nights until he gives me an interview or something. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, I actually do that. Um, and do you have a favorite? Oh, it, could, it could be it could be a serial style investigation podcast. Yeah, 
cereal milk. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's right. Um, do I have a favorite? Yeah, do you? Um I think I think I honestly didn't didn't really like flavored milk that much until I realized it was such a national identity. <laughs> uh, and so my answer is going to be pretty basic. I think my favorite flavored milk was a uh, light iced coffee. Okay. Uh, totally, totally inoffensive. I can pretend that I'm doing my body not too much ill by drinking it because it says light on the label. And then mm-hmm. I can barely taste the difference between it and the regular iced coffee. A Browns or a Masters, both brands are totally totally acceptable to me. So that that would have been my favorite. I'd say this is almost like a journey to find my new favorite. Excellent. Just like you. Yeah. Just like the podcast. Yeah, uh, I, I've got a defending, I've got a real defending champion though. So it's kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like open to all comers. Yeah. All all milkers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's perfect. So I'm excited to try the first review. Yeah, me too very excited i'm excited to try all of them it's gonna be a real good time i think 